Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back with more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670, The Score, and the free Odyssey app. Well, I mean, I think as a whole, I mean, they did enough to win the game. I like, <laughs> yes, I like what, you know, they did early in the game. I thought they came out to short passing game, you know, knowing that Brian Flores is going to come after you and show a bunch of different blitzes. I like that plan early. I thought they did some good things outside of the wide receiver screens early in the game. You know, but but again, I want to continue to see them push the ball down the field and take shots and give Justin opportunities to show what he's capable of, you know, like he did on that last drive. That was Kurt Warner talking to Parkinson Spiegel, as he does after Bears games, right here on 670 The Score. I am Gabe Ramirez. Along with Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out till nine o'clock. We're going to be talking to Carmen Vitali from Fox Sports at uh, just around seven twenty. Make sure you guys are here for that. But the question that was asked before the break was simple: Bears are going to have two top ten picks that we know. Uh, but what two positions do you feel like they should address? I say quarterback and offensive tackle, left tackle to be specific. And Clay Harbor says. Wide receiver and edge rusher, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, build around your stud quarterback. But what if he's not a stud? I hate to derail the conversation right there, but what if he's not? Then what? Let's just live there, right? Because because you're living you're right. in a space where he is, right? So let's live well, equally. Let's give well, and let's go down that path. And what if he doesn't? All right, I got some numbers for you. He's twenty. Tyson Bajan? No, Justin oh. Fields is twenty seventh in passing yards per game. He's 23rd in QBR, which is the all-encompassing quarterback rating system. He's 18th best, according to PFF, and he has a 64% completion percentage. He has a 20% sack rate compared to Tyson Bajan's 8%. So to me, that's that's not an elite quarterback. But if you even think about moving on, you got to be sure, like, who are you moving on to? The Cubs wouldn't have fired David Ross if Craig Council wasn't there. you got to know that Caleb Williams is the guy, that Drake May is the guy. you got to be sure that, that you're making the right move because you could set this franchise back several more years. If you trade fields and draft one of these guys that aren't the yeah. guy. That's why keeping both of them is imperative to me because then you get to have the best of both worlds. You get to figure out. like, And to me, that is a position that the Bears have not been in in forever. And to have two quarterbacks that you get to choose from and you actually get to see it play out yeah. in front of your eyes instead of hoping and but wishing. There, that ain't going to happen. It that, is, that ain't going to happen. I think it is. You, 
that I don't think that's going to happen. So it's like if you, you get a new GM, if if you get a new GM, Clay, he's taking a quarterback, right? But but he's not keeping Justin Fields then. He's going to trade away Justin Fields. He's going to bring in a veteran backup. It's saying. like it's, it's like you're saying. saying you got two girlfriends. You can't have two girlfriends, Gabe. Here's what you can do though. I you can, can have you a side can piece. have you can have a girl that you know is if she you know she's there when you break up with your girl, then you can go move on to the next. What That's happens? Okay. What happens the last time you went from one girlfriend to the next? You had your girlfriend, then you started talking to the new one, and then you broke up with the 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 old one, and then you kept going and you can't overlap. But you did that. No, I didn't. <laughs> Look at you laughing. No. I know you did. Alex Kuhn, he did that, our producer. Me, no. I didn't do that, actually. So that's no. not my But let's go to the phones, man. Let's take a couple before we go. Uh, head on out to go catch Carmen Vitali. Let's go to uh, Mike from Cicero. Mike, Bears are going to be having two top ten picks. This we know. What two positions should they should they uh, address? Uh, my biggest, the biggest positions I think they got to address, they got to get a new center. Uh, but you don't need a first or fourth round, you know, first round draft pick for that probably. I would trade the uh, the first pick for to some team that needs a quarterback and take as many assets as I could, including their first round twenty twenty five. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense uh, to trade to trade it out. And the thing is this, right? Here's here's here. Like I love the idea of having the first pick in the draft and getting assets in return yeah. to then continue to build your team for the future. Here is the one, like, big red exclamation point. You know how, like, when you go, like, check out for an item, and then they're like, oh, you didn't fill in your email address, and it's, like, red, and it's big, and it's, like, this part right here, right? I'm so curious to see where you're going with this. Is that, <laughs> and the big red thing is that you've had two number one picks two years in a row. You keep trading, and at no point, you've had, like, one of the worst quarterback histories in the NFL in terms of like success rate and you have two number one picks and at no point do you say to yourself I should probably take a quarterback to try to fix this team and and and, and fill in the situation or fill in the position that we've never had before at no point you think that well you, you think back to 2021 the reason you didn't have a or 2020 the reason you didn't have a 2021 first round draft right. pick was because you traded a an extra first-round draft pick for a quarterback. So now you have that quarterback, and you right. don't want to have to get rid of him after investing so much into him. Okay. Let's, t- let's go back out to the phone lines. Uh, Jim from Fox Lake, two top ten picks. What positions are you addressing? Well, I'm going to get a quarterback, but it's not going to be Caleb Williams. Don't like his attitude. 33 fumbles in three years, way too much. Wants to have ownership as part of his compensation. Too, too young to make that choice. So I'm going to get Marvin Harrison with the first pick, tighten up that wide receiver core, and I'm going to go for Bo Nix out of Oregon. The problem with Bo Nix, he's going to go in the first round, but he's probably going to be like 17th or something like that. So yeah. you have to trade down that he second pick. Pretty far down. And then, and then you know, make that happen. It's I don't like Bo Nix. Not, not my thing. Something about guys that have been in, the, been in college football for a very long time and haven't been able to get out due to their success. I know he was injured, but he's just not, I don't know. Teams on the West Coast, like Pac-12 teams, Oregon, right, Washington, UCLA, you see DTR from Cleveland right now uh, who just got injured, actually. Um, you know, seeing those teams, you know, it's high scoring, not a ton of defense, you know, just kind of yeah. like backyard football. So they, they scare me. Teams, yeah. teams from the Pac-12 scare me. No, they, they do scare me a little bit too. But there, I mean, there has been successful quarterbacks sure, sure. from from those conferences. But to go back 
to what you said before oh, like about this. the first round draft pick. Yeah, I like this. You know, Poles did get DJ Moore, who is a top five receiver this year, yeah. hands down. He's he's got the best, um, he's got the fewest targets in the top ten receivers, and he's fifth in yards. This guy is efficient. Pass rating when targeted is one hundred and twenty. Then you get Darnell Wright still. And you get this first round pick, so they are getting a lot in return for these first round draft yeah. picks. And like they got Tyreek Stevenson. And they got Tyreek Stevenson. So it's not like you're getting anything in return, nothing in return right. for these picks. So I still think if you do but, this but, twice but Clay, in a row, but Clay, remember that was intentional, right? They yes. knew they knew they were going to go with Justin Fields because they knew this year's draft class was better than last year's, right? Or what they felt, and so they set themselves up to be able to evaluate Justin Fields. Like it's like a it's like a inconclusive, right? You, you, you yeah. got so so it's got to be a fail. I'll, let me ask you this: Did they, knowing what you know now, did the Bears miss on C.J. Stroud, who is a MVP candidate no. right now? No, I, I I don't think they missed for the reasons that you just brought up, right? This you don't team, think they missed on C.J. Stroud? I think this team. Remember, Clay, my main my number one goal is for the Bears to be in the playoffs for ten years straight. And in order for them to do that, they have to build some sort of foundation. They're not going to win the Super Bowl 10 years straight, but they could be in the playoffs 10 years straight. And in order to do that, you have to you have to have made your team better. And they did do that by bringing in D.J. Moore, like you mentioned, by bringing in Tyreek Stevenson. This year having now an, a, the number one pick in the draft, which is, I mean, unreal that they're able to do that. And then they could potentially trade. I mean, they're, they're, I want my team to be better. So I think last year it was what needed to be done because you still had to see – what, what you had in Justin Fields. And now this year, they've set themselves up to be exactly what they were, the position that they wanted to be in. We saw what we have in Justin Fields. They're going to have to make the de- determination whether they want to move on from him or not. And we have draft capital, and we continue to make this team better for the next couple of years so that that way they can be in the playoffs um, for that. But, you know, in order to do that, it's going to take this draft. And that's why we're asking this question. 312 644 It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Clay Harbor. It's 670. The score. Uh, let's go to Ash out in Palatine. Ash, Bears got two picks in the top ten. What two positions are you addressing? Hey, Gabe, just want to say a hello to a fellow Lane Tech alum. Hey, let's go, Lane Tech. Uh, <laughs> Lane Tech, baby. But, yeah, I'm saying uh, but that first pick, we get the first pick, trade down a couple of slots, get Marvin Harrison. That second pick, get Brock Bowers, throw him in the slot. If we mm. lose Mooney. Two tight end sets, and who you can't you can't have you can't have a better slot guy than Bowers, and have the Cole Komet your inline tight end start both those guys have Harrison and Moore on the outside and destroy everybody. Who's good? That's not bad. So you want Darno Mooney? Excuse me, you want DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison, and then you want Cole Komet inside, and then you that just... could be some Gronk Hernandez type stuff right there because Cole Komet can block. He reminds me of Gronk. I told you when I went on the field at Bears training camp, I stood up next. I, I played with Rob Gronkowski. I stood up next to Cole Komet. I go, no way this is Cole Komet. Cole Komet is about six foot seven. This guy's a mighty. He looked like the dude off of uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. You know, bangs him in that. This dude is big. That is Gronk right there, man. And, he, and he's having a great season. But then you don't address – you address no defense, you address no offensive line. What about all the – you got to win in the trenches. And let's not forget, do you trust a Justin Fields then to be able to, you know, feed all these beasts on the field at the same time? Like, do you trust that? Yes. Has he shown that he can do that? I actually like that call that, from he shown Ash that he, right there. Has he shown that he can do that? He, 
he hasn't he's shown he can do it. He hasn't shown he can do it consistently. Mm. To me, Fields, you look back at the last few games before the in- injury and after the indus- injury, he's looked good. Last week was a weird game plan because of what the Vikings were doing with all the blitzing. Flores, they wanted to counteract that with, obviously, the screen games, get yeah. the ball out quick. He's shown he can do it. He just hasn't shown he can do it consistently. And I think if you put, if you put Cole Komet with a guy like Brock Bowers, Cole Komet, fourth in the league in tight ends and reception, ninth in yards, third in touchdowns, 109 pass rating win target, Brock Bowers is an explosive athlete, a guy that can run around, catch passes. You bring in Marvin Harrison Jr., you put him alongside DJ Moore, I think that's an elite offense. And then you have no excuses. DJ Moore has 1,000 yards and only 93 targets, the fewest targets of anyone with 1,000 targets in the top 10, 76 completion percentage when targeted, 11 contested catches, 123 pass rating when targeted. (laughs) This could be a good offense, but Uh. can Fields get him the ball? Consistently, and that's going to be the problem. Week in and week out, you wasted all these draft picks on guys that you know you're not even using. How mad are we when we see DJ Moore get two receptions or two targets? How mad are we when we see Cole Komet get you know 30 yards in a game? What are you going to do if you add two more offensive weapons on there? You might it might be a recipe for for frustration, but we never know. That's <laughs> yeah. why we're asking the question, though, right? That was Ash's opinion in Palatine. We have ours. Uh, what's yours? Three one two six forty four. 67, 67. Let's go to Wilbur out in Wakanda. Wilbur, what are the two positions you're addressing? Well, first of all, I got to say, Eberflus isn't going anywhere, nowhere. He's going to be the coach for the next two years. And I think we're going to get Marvin Harris Jr. and an offensive tackle. You can never have enough of them. Look what Kansas City does every year. They always draft an offensive tackle. And I believe that Justin Fields is going to be our quarterback of the future as well. Yeah, I mean, he thinks everybody's staying. Everything's staying the same. And just add Marvin Harrison Jr. in an offensive tackle. No, Eberflus has shown me something since he's taken over the defense. He's, he's done a nice job, and he's looked better since you've got him these pieces. With, those, with that 4-3 cover 2 look, you need dogs. Montez Sweat is a dog. He's a guy that can pressure – the passer and obviously he's going to run affect game. the game for sure. Yeah, and then you got his his linebackers and so you're seeing what Eberflus can do when he has the dogs around him, the players that he needs. So I'm I'm a little bit higher on Eberflus than I was since he's taken over the defensive coordinator job. Yeah. I think he's done a good job there, and obviously that's what he was in Indy, his defensive coordinator. So I think I think Eberflus does stay too. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, man. We get the opportunity. Let's talk about that with our next guest. What does she think about the future of Coach Eberflus, and what would she take with the Bears' two picks in the top ten? I'm talking about Carmen Vitali, the NFC North reporter for Fox Sports. She joins us next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile 
T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's clay harbor it's gabe ramirez it's chicago sports radio 670 the score let's get back to more gabe ramirez and clay harbor on sports radio 670 the score and always live on the free odyssey app Clay, that sounded kind of zesty. We believe in you, boy. Yeah. When somebody was like, hey, my bad. No. No, just play it, play it again. Play the beginning. Pull, pull it up again for me, Alex Kuhn. Pull up that clip for me one more time. A new beginning right here. Okay. Let me say right. something before we end it. Go ahead. Hey, those two phones, bro. Appreciate y'all. Just want to say appreciate y'all for sticking on my side, believing in me, bro. Appreciate you. Boy. You feel me? Love all y'all, boy. I like it, though. Yeah, what do you think about it? People boy. made a big deal about it. Uh, Ibraflu said something about it. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez, nine-year NFL vet, Clay Harbor here on 670 to score. You know, obviously, Ibraflu's brought it up, highlighted it. Did you think like what do you think? Is it fluff? You know, if you're if you're if you're playing for the Bears and you hear Justin say that, are you still pissed at him? Like what what are you thinking? Well, for him saying that sorry was like You know, just at the end, the right? It was like in the middle of Ibraflus's like he was like wrapping up his speech and then he came out and said it one more time, like, Hey guys, my bad, real quick. I just want to say I don't bad. care what you say, I don't care what happens in the locker that you, it, your play on the field's gotta get better. That's all that matters. In my opinion, you can say, you know, my fault, my bad. So you're, you're, it's an eye rolling moment for you. If you were if you were playing tight end for the Bears in that moment, QB one. It goes without saying. Yeah. Right. We all know we're out here trying to trying right. to make plays right. and to win the game. Obviously, he wasn't trying to, to fumble the ball twice. 
he wasn't trying to get 13 points off of four interceptions. You know, obviously. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm just saying. Obviously, he. you know he wants to be, do So he doesn't better. need to say that. That's what I'm Goals trying to get Goes without saying. I like it. I like it. Goes so without people saying. people say it's good yeah. leadership. Huh? Well, we get to talk Absolutely. to our next guest about that, about the direction of the Chicago Bears, and, you know, we'll, we'll actually tap in on who she thinks we should take, the Bears should take, uh, with those two top ten picks or what they're, what they're hoping to be two top ten picks. Right now joining us on the guest hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. She covers the NFC North uh, for Fox Sports and amongst a myriad of other things. You can catch her on NBC Sports Chicago. It's Carmen Vitali. Carmen, welcome to the show again. Thanks for coming on. Of course, anytime. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing uh, great we're having Carmen. a, you know, we're, we're, it's been a good conversation for yeah. the better portion of a half an hour about this draft. So let's, let, let's start there. Um, we had Dane Brugler on earlier who thinks, you know, Joe Alton and Caleb Williams, you know, should be members of the Chicago Bears. Uh, two top ten picks. What 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 positions would you be addressing if you were the Bears in that situation? Other than the quarterback, or are we? Are we <laughs> oh, there? Sure, no. I'm there too, Straight Carmen. I, I said it. I said I said we. I said the Bears those should take a quarterback in that in this situation. Carmen Gabe saying some off the wall stuff I'm not here. Saying off the wall he's stuff. Saying I'm saying the, he's saying the Bears should draft a quarterback and keep. Justin Fields, yes. and then have a quarterback competition. I know you keep talk, calling it a quarterback competition. I don't have it. It's not a quarterback competition. It's You're just starting, starting week one, and then you get you you let the rookie see what to and what not to do, and then, like I said, Ryan Poles has been a guy who has zero fear of making a trade at the deadline and moving on what? from someone or giving him the opportunity to succeed. Listen, Justin Fields is an Alex Smith here. He's not Kirk <laughs> Cousins even. He's not a guy that's, that's a veteran in this mm. league that's figured it out that someone needs to learn from. He's still trying to learn himself. And Thank whether you, he Carmen. can or not, I'm not, I'm not here to tell, tell you whether he can or not, but he is not in a position to even mentor someone right now. He's, he's got to put all of his own energy into what he can do on the field because his play has been anything but consistent, which is why I think they should go quarterback because you're hoping beyond hope that you are not in this position again, where you are picking this high. And I realize that the top pick is probably going to come from Carolina, but you, you, you don't want to leverage that future and, and hold on past the point of no return with Justin Fields. And this gives you an opportunity by taking a quarterback to reset that timetable. You get mm. five years of a team-controlled contract so that the money that you're going to have to spend in free agency can go elsewhere to the trenches, hopefully. And yeah. you can bring guys in and, and have them develop alongside this quarterback. Because I personally don't think the Bears roster is that far away anymore. I think that yeah. Ryan Poles has quietly put together a really good team, save for maybe a couple of different additions here, that – an incoming quarterback is going to be in a really good spot uh, to learn and, and grow. Yeah, I really feel like he pulls hit the nail on the head when he called Montez Sweat a multiplier because he makes players on this defense better with that pressure. Now you're getting more balls, tip balls. Now you have the rest of the defensive ends, the defensive interior players getting blocked one-on-one. So, I mean, he, he's definitely multiplying the defense. So if they do take – two questions for you. If they do take a quarterback, are you going Caleb or are you going Drake? And then me and, me and Gabe and going back and forth on this. Did the Bears miss last year on C.J. Stroud knowing what you know now? If you see the player he is, would you go back in time and draft C.J. Stroud? 
I don't think so, just because I don't think that it would have been the same situation necessarily. There was no way to know that. I mean, hindsight yeah. is 20 and it's a dangerous game to play at this point. I don't think anyone saw C.J. Stroud out-dueling Bryce Young this early, this quickly, especially in the situation he was in in Houston. And I guess by that account, maybe he would have been fine in Chicago because the, the situations in Houston and Chicago were actually pretty similar. 3-13-1. Yes, they were not good. Yeah, and, and the defensive first-time head coach, the first-time play caller at OC. I think the Bears have more uh, offensive talent than the, uh, the, the Texans have this year, and they have a better offensive line. I keep saying that the offensive line isn't the issue here in Chicago anymore. I, I don't think they're the best offensive line in the league, Just but center. I think they, they're – they're right, or they're right around the midpoint, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I talked about needing a good kind of experienced center, too, which I don't necessarily think Lucas Patrick had the longevity. That's why I was kind of in favor of Cody Whitehair taking over in that spot because he had more snaps, center position, more experience there. He can identify things for the quarterback, make those checks, kind of help, take some stuff off the plate of a quarterback so that he yeah. can do his job a little bit better. But that clearly didn't work out. So I think that that's on, on the list of needs. But – the, the the fact of the matter is, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't move on from Justin this last year without seeing what he was like in the second year of the system and really yeah. surrounding him with enough talent and seeing if he really had something because you don't want to spend a ton of like capital and stuff on another quarterback. You, you didn't take Justin that long ago. If you didn't have to take a quarterback, that's an ideal scenario for the Chicago Bears. Then yeah, you can spend all these crazy picks on a Marvin Harrison or whoever you want. Um, but I, I just don't think that's the case for the Bears right now. We're talking to Carmen Vitali right here on 670. The score, Gabe Ramirez, along with nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor. Carmen, you know, you're looking at this Bears team and you're seeing, you know, Justin Fields with the last two performances against Detroit and then against Minnesota, not necessarily helping his case, right, for being here. Um, you look at him, what, what, what do you feel like are the – the unfixable issues with Justin Fields? It's honestly, it's all about consistency because that's what I think we all wanted to see out of Justin was you have these wonderful, amazing performances uh, earlier in the season. And then even after he gets back from the, from his, from his injury and you're like, okay, this is, this is the ceiling. Can you, can you perform closer to the ceiling for, an extended amount of time can you be consistent and we haven't seen that and I haven't seen Justin really be able to sit back there and survey the field nobody's looking at on defense throw with anticipation get through three get to his third fourth fifth read it doesn't always happen it shouldn't always happen because no quarterback has that amount of time but I don't see it on a consistent basis from Justin Fields either and I don't see the system lining up with his skill set on a consistent basis either. There's a reason the Bears are scoring on their first drives of the game and looking good on their first drives of the game, and then it all falls apart after that because those <laughs> plays are scripted. Yeah. You and know practice. in advance right. what those plays are. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you can't take – you have to take those out of the equation because that's not how this works. Yeah, you know? fourth you quarter have... fields. I just saw a stat today where his passer rating – in the fourth quarter is uh, 15 points lower than it is in the first three quarters mm. and his yards and everything. It's like, they, it's the same. The fourth quarter is as much time as there are in the first three quarters, Gabe. It's the same amount of time. 
Like, what's yeah. are they switching quarters up on my man? Like, why is this happening to him? I don't get it. No, but no, Carmen, the coach has got to tell him that it's the first quarter. It's the first quarter, Justin. <laughs> it's still the first quarter. Honestly, Courtney Courtney Cronin has a great piece in her or a great some great stats in her article about Justin Fields inside two minutes uh, left in the game, and yeah. it's not good. Not good. It's not good. <laughs> so let's stay in the NFC North. I saw your great follow on Twitter, by the way. You guys got to got to follow Carmen on Twitter, but you brought up a valid point and we're talking about another quarterback here in the NFC North. And I hate to say it. I think you might be right. I think the green Bay Packers might have found Don't the give her ammunition apparent, to talk about the, the back heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. And you look at the last four weeks, weeks nine to 12, he's a fifth rated passer and pro football focus. He's looked good. He's been winning more. He's getting the ball out. His young receivers are catching the ball better. Carmen, Tell me I'm wrong, but to me it looks like Jordan Love is turning in to what Aaron Rodgers was with Brett Favre. Y'all, my, my trolls have gotten real quiet uh, because when I started saying that I thought Jordan Love was going to be good prior to this season, granted it was because I thought you know Green Bay's defense was going to live up to its talent level. I thought that offensive line was going to be a brick wall. I thought he was going to have a reliable backfield in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. None of that has come to fruition uh, the way that they were hoping it was going to. And yet, Jordan Love has persevered. And yes, there was a lull. They had a four-game skid, and things weren't looking so great. But he's throwing to guys that have been in the league for not even half a season. He's throwing to guys that have only been in the league for a season and a half. So it was as much as it was about Jordan Love learning and grasping the offense, it was also about his receivers learning the timing on the routes, learning his jigs, yeah. learning how he likes to get the ball out, where he's looking, where his options are. And then when all that happened and you got some continuity on the offensive line, finally, Matt LaFleur also ended up trusting the offensive line, the skill players, Jordan Love himself. Now he's opened up the playbook. And now you're starting to see what Jordan Love actually looks like in, in off, the offense yeah. that they want to run. And that's been the biggest difference over these last few weeks. It just takes time. It's not sexy, but there, this, this thought that he could come out the gate, and I know he beat the Bears right out of the gate, so I think he kind of set expectations for himself too, too high too early. But this stuff takes time, and all of that chemistry takes time. And if you now look at the numbers that Jordan Love is on pace for, they are almost identical eerily to Aaron similar. first season. Eerily yeah. similar. Eerily, I was looking at I that. I literally said that in my article yeah. uh, earlier this week was eerily similar. <laughs> yeah, and you're looking at the Green Bay Packers. I mean, obviously, you know, one game right now outside of the playoffs, and the team that they're looking at above them is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Justin Jefferson looking like, you know, the window just opened up for him to come back. Do you, you have enough faith for them to leapfrog, you know, Minnesota? You see Seattle's next couple of games, too. Like, the next three games are against just like the toughest in the NFC. So, I mean, do you see them eking in easily? Like you, you see the snowball rolling? Or are you still cautiously optimistic about the Green Bay Packers? No, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think it would be reckless to say that these guys are a playoff team now and that Jordan Love is a future Hall of Famer and all that other stuff. My own employer misquoted me saying that <laughs> earlier in the season, and I don't want to talk about it, but that is not what I said. It was, com- it was a complete – you watch the clip, it's not what I said. Anyway – Um, I think that's all very premature, but you also have to feel good about the foundation that Jordan Love is building in Green Bay. And you have to feel good about the fact that come the end of the season, playoffs or not, you are going to have a good enough evaluation to determine whether or not Jordan Love is your guy going forward and whether or not to extend him and make him your quarterback of the future. I found the stat on field, by the way, guys. So here's the deal, Gabe. 
First quarter rating, 85.4. Second quarter, 85.1. Third quarter, 102.3. Fourth quarter, 65.1. Ouch. Giveaways, eight in the first, 10 in the second, three in the third, third, 17. NFL leading 17 giveaways in the fourth quarter (laughs) since 2001, which is uh, the most in the NFL. But, uh, Carmen, to switch gears a little bit, you are a Northwestern grad, aren't you? I am. I went to grad school there. So big year for them. Big win. They came away with the hat from the University of Illinois. David Braun just named Big Ten Coach of the Year. What's your What's your feelings on this Northwestern football team? You proud of these guys? I mean, they've they've had to struggle through a lot of stuff, but it's also one of those things where like nobody feels bad for Michigan because all of the trouble that they've gone through was their own making. Yeah. At the same time, I'm a I'm a very self aware Northwestern fan, like this was a problem in your program. I'm not going to feel sorry for you for going through something when this was a problem of your own doing. This was not acceptable. It's not up to the standards that Northwestern holds itself to. Um, I am I am glad they seem to have found some stability, and hopefully that that can, t- can continue. But um, I'm not I'm not one of those like all right, no matter you can, you can do whatever you want. I'm yeah. still going to be a fan. Like you need you need to act right. Yeah. And and, and Northwestern needs to act right. So. Um, I am. I'm proud of them for getting through the season, yeah. and I, I, I honestly, I bet against them uh, yeah. in that in that game against. Them. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get out of the market to do that? Crazy Kyle? game, too, though. It was like ninety. It points was. Scored, yeah. yeah, it's it a good was. one. What do you think about the uh, the stadium situation that's been going on? A lot of opinions on both sides of that as well. Yeah, I mean, if you've been to a game at Ryan Field, uh, you, you might as well have gone to like if you've been to a high school game. I should say you've been to a game at Ryan Field. Yeah. So I am I am excited for that because I mean you see the students at student athlete center too uh, the training facility and everything like that that was built a few years ago it's gorgeous and it helps in recruiting it helps in giving these guys the resources that they need to be students as well as athletes because Northwestern is one of the rare big you know athletic schools that also demands a really good uh, academic uh, course load and making sure that your academics are up to par so I feel like you know. Adding this stadium, too, is going to help in that recruiting part of everything and help them kind of get over the hump of having to contend with academic standards where a lot of these guys that are coming out of high school, they're like, well, I just want to play football. And it's now it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, now you can. The academic <laughs> yeah. standard. What did you study, Carmen? Were you a journalist, journalism major? So I did my undergrad in journalism at Arizona State. And then at Northwestern, I was a sports admin. I got my master's in sports ad- administration. Look at that. Oh, for- future agent or front office lady uh, i just wanted Man. to have Woman. something sports specific yeah so yeah. i wanted something sports specific after i had the journalism degree already and and now i, I put them both together and look at me now well you're doing a fantastic <laughs> job like clay said a, a great follow and just you know we, we love what you contribute not only to 670 the score but just to football as a whole carmen we appreciate having I appreciate you, you carmen of course anytime guys happy to come on check her up on twitter make sure you follow her at carmy v uh, not only tackling the NFC North, but just, you know, the NFL as a whole. Some great takes. And that's what we're doing, man. We give you guys just that. It's Gabe Ramirez. It is Clay Harbor. 670, the score. Clay, what was your favorite team that you played for? Eagles. I get you. I mean, they're doing the best right now. Honestly, Eagles and Jaguars, I'd say, are tied. Both of them are so different because you had the Eagles fan base, who's just this over-the-top, overzealous. They just love football. <laughs> loud you you drop a pass they're gonna let you hear about it you don't win a game you're gonna be getting booed you got the jaguars 
know, you walk into the grocery store, you're talking to somebody, you know, hey, what do you do, man? I play football. Oh, like professionally? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah they go, Wait, in, in Jacksonville? Oh, yeah, we got a team. They give us jerseys and everything, man. But still, <laughs> still cool place. I do love the fans that the Jags have. The very far, you know, few and far between. But cool spot, man. Both of them are so different, but I love both you places. You think they're going to be one of those teams that go out to London? You know, because it seems like they're making the trek to, like, try to do one of those or Mexico City or something like that. They put together this huge, like, they've put together a ton of money into their into their their whole yeah, complex the area, down there. Right. The area, you no, know, in Jacksonville, like, they've got new practice fields. They've got an indoor stadium. Shot Khan, the, the owner, I don't see him going to London. I think they'll do what they did this year. They had two games in London, but they're not going to move the Jaguars yeah. to London. Spent too much money over there. Yeah, if they did move a team to London, it would be Jacksonville, but I don't see that happening, man. That would just be a, a nightmare for the, for the team that was over there. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I, I look at the NFL as a whole, and I'm looking at – the Jags, look at the Eagles. You see the direction that they're headed in and what they're playing, and I'm just like, are you mad you never played for the Bears? I had an opportunity to play for the Bears, but, uh, you know, that you know money talks, BS walks, and they, I was like, so you the know, Bears I told, are cheap? told my agent, I go, hey, tell them, let them know that if they match this offer, I'm coming to Chicago. I'm from a Bears fan. My family lives here. I go, just tell them to match it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't get close to it, so I had to had – to, that's when I went to uh, the Patriots. Yeah, so I I should have came. Do you wish you, I was gonna say, do you wish you took a little bit less money to come here? It would have been a lot less money. Oh, so I'm I think I did the right thing. No, no, you gotta get the bag while you're there. Yeah, it would have been like a veteran minimum deal to come here, and I I couldn't do that. No, no, no. Yeah, you got bills to pay. Yeah, bills to pay. <laughs> All right, can't do it. Uh, and we have bills to pay. So when we come back, <laughs> uh, we're gonna pay those and then talk a little bit more about the bears because, like I said, bears, 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 bulls, bears, bears, bears. We got some people on hold. Want to make sure we get to them as well. Show them uh, due diligence. Uh, but the phone lines are open, 312-644-6767. You got any thoughts on the Bears, the draft, or whatever we've been talking about with our guests? We'd love to hear it, and we'll talk to you on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Clay Harbor. It's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. 
Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Cannot afford a sack. And he finally does, throwing it out of bounds, trying to make something happen. (laughs) You got no timeouts. The last thing that can happen if your fields of the Bears is give up a sack. Yeah, and if you were reacting that way, how do you think Matt Eberflus was reacting? <laughs> of course, that was the guys talking about Bears on Monday Night Football. Shout out Espin for doing that. Uh, you know what song this is, Clay? Me and my girlfriend? Oh. No? It's a new one. Her name's like Doshi or Dochi. Who what picked? Do you pick these songs? Of- did you pick this? No. Who, who's doing the song? Alex Kuhn. Alex knows about this? You know. He knows I'm hip, so he would never play this for anybody else. He just... Sounds like he ripped it off of YouTube or something. Where'd you Where'd you get yeah, it we have a We have a whole system here with music. It's crazy. It's a novel concept, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Playing music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying, where did you for get the station. exact song? Like, was it this... I'm sure you... he probably just went into the new folder, because Alex Kuhn does not know that song. Yeah. Probably just went into the new folder, and it was there. Am I right or am I wrong? Why, why don't I know that song? Am I right or am I wrong? Was okay, you're right. Thank you. See? Look at that. Yeah. I know how this works, bro. I know how this works. And I also know how these phone lines work. It's not your first rodeo, huh? <laughs> not at all. And I can tell you about that story a little bit later. Uh, but let's go out to the phone lines, man. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor hanging out. Uh, I asked him earlier if his favorite team he played for. He said the Eagles, then the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like that. Yeah. Great story about the Bears. I'm going to – maybe I can pluck the uh, the best story from when he was injured that he just told me. That was great. We'll do that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, but let's go out to the phone lines. We've been asking the question, uh, you know, Bears have two top ten picks. That's for certain. Or should be. What should be two top ten picks? What positions are you addressing with those picks? And – and maybe what uh what thoughts do you have about the Chicago Bears? We'll chat with you guys for a little. Let's go to Jim out in Schaumburg. So, Jimmy, Jim, you have a different approach. Uh, you're not necessarily interested in a particular position. You just want them to do a particular something with the picks. All right. Here, let me ask you something. If they draft the number one or two top quarterbacks, is he going to be any better than Justin Fields with the coaching they got and with the same system they got and with the same players they got? I don't think so. So what I would do, I would sell that first-round pick so I could pick up another number one for next year and maybe a number two for this year. I would draft the, the wide receiver. Then I would go an edge rusher or an offensive lineman with the second pick or something like that. Okay. Because put it this way, I don't think with the with the coaching staff that they got, I don't care who you get in there, I don't think the quarterback is going to be any better than Fields. I hear you, Jim. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, well, you know coaching matters, but you said you liked Eberflus. So you I like, think the issue is Lugetzi, or you I think like, it's the whole staff? I like Eberflus, but I think they just need more offensive-minded <laughs> players. Like, you look in Jacksonville again. When Doug Peterson came and take, took the job, Doug Peterson's an offensive coach. He played quarterback in the league. He knows how to play quarterback in the league. He brings in Jim Bob Cooter as an offensive assistant. Jim Bob Cooter was an offensive coordinator in the league. The actual offensive coordinator was Press Taylor. He was obviously a very well-known offensive. Then he brings in Mike McCoy, who used to be the head coach for the Denver Broncos when they had Peyton Manning and a former offensive coordinator. He had all these minds that came in around Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence went from 12 interceptions from, excuse me, seven touchdowns, 12 interceptions his rookie year to a guy that won a playoff game and and won seven of his last eight games. So the improvement that you see in Trevor Lawrence, to me, had as much to do with Trevor Lawrence getting better as it did is the people around him. 
I think you need to bring in maybe Luke Getze can improve, get better with the system, but you need more players, more people with experience. He's not that experienced in the league. Bring in a guy, a quarterback that's played before, have him on staff. Bring in another former offensive coordinator that has seen the league and seen different game plans instead of a guy that was an offensive coordinator when Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. Quarterbacks coach. Quarterbacks coach. He was a quarterbacks coach. You're not calling, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't need. Yeah. And he at that point, he was MVP Aaron Rodgers, been in the league for 10, 15 years. You're not coaching him up. Yeah, it's like saying I'm a good host when my co-host is Clay Harbor and like Clay Harbor carries the show, yeah, and I absolutely. just like, why would you put me anywhere? No, <clears throat> Michael Jordan. You know, obviously, you say Phil Jackson. That maybe that's a bad analogy there. But Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. A lot of people are coming. Yeah, down you ahead. see that. You see Tom and, and Bill. But I think you know that was a symbiotic Matt Nagy, relationship. Matt Nagy and Patrick Mahomes. There Jared Goff going from Jeff Fisher to Sean. Yeah. McKay. There you yeah, go. there's some differences there. But there you go. You yeah, need coaching matters. Okay. And what people need to realize, you draft Caleb Williams, it's going to be a process. But give me a quarterback that came in rookie CJ Stroud this year. But the difference I, I think also, right, where where let's say you do go grab a, a Caleb Williams or Drake May. It I, sets you back I hate using at first. the words. I hate using the words for those names, but let's say you draft a quarterback in the first round. That quarterback, let's be very clear, is coming into a way better situation. Then Justin Fields is coming into. Yeah. Then see, then uh, Bryce Young was coming into this year. Like they will have a good defense, like a Jalen Hurts. They will have weapons on the offensive side and Cole Komet and DJ Moore. They will have a bona fide, you know, offensive line that they that that will get bulked up next season. So it'll be a different situation. But it'll be interesting. Let's go back out to the phones though. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Let's go to Don. Don, talk to me about the draft and what your thoughts are. Hey, Dave, how are you? What up, Don? I'm doing good. I'm enjoying you at the, uh, and, at the Fox TV, on your TV. Yeah, on Fox. So what would you do with on the draft? Unleashed. 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 Yeah, I Bears Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is my advice. I wish I can talk to uh, Abel Fruit. If Abel Fruit can go to the, uh, the German guy and tell him, say, you see, the defense is good. The only thing I need now I need a new offensive coordinator, and I'm gonna give you a good offensive co- coordinator. If you can give me, a, if you can allow me to give you an offensive coordinator, yes, that will be good. So they can keep, uh, they can keep Justin, and he can draft uh, the wide wide receiver, uh, wide receiver from uh, Alabama, and that guy with uh, DJ as a receiver, they're gonna be all right. Yeah, so that's my view. Okay. Okay, Don. I appreciate it. Better offensive coordinator, offensive-minded coach, and a, and a wide receiver to go with Justin Fields. Here's what I will say about a coach, Gabe, and I'm saying keep Eberflus, but if you got an opportunity to get a guy like Jim Harbaugh, right. I'm sorry, Eberflus, you got to go. It's like, you know, you're dating this girl, but then, like, Jessica Albus wants to date you. Like, honey Jessica Alba or, like, 2023 Jessica Alba? Honey Jessica Alba. Oh, okay, you got to okay. say, you know, babe, like, I, I do care about you, but like this is this is just this is Beyonce. Babe, I love you, we're but. talking about okay. <laughs> so if Jim Harbaugh is a guy that's available, and that name's been thrown around, maybe he wants to come back to the NFL. Like who knows? This is a guy that was successful in different systems. Colin Kaepernick was not a guy that you sat back and you dropped back and in, in pass at all. And no, he's a guy that you had to have in a specific system 
And that's what you need with Justin Fields. If someone can create a system, instead of trying to mold Justin into a system, mold the system into Justin. Okay, have the system set up to him. But why is there so much pushback then, right? Because that, that seems to be the easy answer for everyone, right? That's like, dude, Luke Getzey's hard-headed. Oh, he's so arrogant. Oh, he's not creating the game plan around Justin Fields. Like, I'm sure he's trying to create a game plan around Justin Fields. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but, but it, I guess I'm like, I hear that. And it's like, is he really being that arrogant and hard headed that he's not doing that? Or is he watch it, the Ravens? He needs to have a system like that's what I'm saying. Lamar or is he Jackson. just not good enough at creating it? Right. So to say he's not curating it to the skill set of Justin Fields is one thing to say he's not doing a good job of curating the offense around Justin Fields. Cause maybe he is, and it's just not good enough. So you're I, asking whether it's intentional or not? No, I'm asking. I'm asking. What I'm saying is because what we're saying is that he's not. I wish somebody would create an offense around Justin Fields. Like, let's say Luke Getzey is, but the, what the plays that he's drawing up for that, the design, like, the, like, like him as the as the mastermind behind the offense, what he's cooking up for Justin Fields isn't good enough. Is what I'm saying. And Justin, it, it, it's not like Justin is all bad. You, I mean, look at the look at the Detroit game. Okay, Justin played a heck of a game going into that low, after he did the little the right. little shimmy. The I little love the shake. dance. That's when you know things fell sideways. And you look at that. You look at that. Obviously, we're talking about old stuff now. But you look at the plays he called there. The, the two runs, then the deep ball to Tyler Scott. Maybe Fields could have hit DJ Moore on the under route. Different story. They beat the Lions. They beat the Vikings. Now people are saying, hey. Maybe we do got a guy right here, but just a couple of different plays. If you call a couple of different plays, something that your quarterback's good at, I think this conversation could be different. Okay. Okay. And we'll we'll continue to talk about that. And people are gonna the beauty the beauty of the NFL is that there are still weeks left and there's still evaluation to happen. And we get to see that firsthand. Bears have a bye week this week, come back against Detroit, and we'll be back on the evaluation train. Uh but you know what? The same way the Bears are taking a break from themselves this week, uh, this weekend, we are going to take a break from them also and chat a little bit of NBA. Coming up, Colin Ward-Henninger from CBS Sports is going to join us. Who is a front runner to take some or all of the members of the Big Three for the Chicago Bulls? We'll talk to him next. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Clay Harbor. It's 670 to score. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.